Welcome to the Pub Songs Podcast. My name is Mark Gunn. Her eyes shone like a diamond. You think she was queen of the land. And her hair hung over her shoulder, tied up the black velvet band. In a neat little town they called Belfast A prince in trade I was bound And man is the hour of sweet happiness I spent in the neat little town Till a sad misfortune befell me That caused me to stray from the land Far away from your friends and relations To follow the black velvet bands Yes, her eyes they shone like the diamond she was queen of the land And her hair hung over her shoulder Tied up the black velvet band As I was strolling down Broadway Not intending to go very far I met with a frolicsome damsel A flying a trade in a bar Well, I watched she took from a customer and she slipped it right into my hand and the watch came and put me in prison bad luck to the black velvet band yes her eyes shone like the diamond i think she was queen of the land and her hair hung over her shoulder tied up with a black velvet band Judge and jury next morning For trial I had to appear And the judge, she said My young fellow The case against you is quite clear Oh, seven long years Your sentence You're going to Van Diemen's land Far away from your friends Relations to follow The black velvet band Yes, her eyes are shown Like the diamond was queen of the land Her hair hung over her shoulder Tied up with a black velvet band So come all you jolly young fellows I'll have you take warning by me If you're ever out on the liquor, me boys Beware of the pretty Colleen Push and fill you with whiskey and porter Until you're not able to stand And the very next thing that you'll know, me lads Is you landed in Van Diemen's land Yes, her eyes are shone like the diamond you think she was queen of the land And her hair hung over her shoulder Tied up with a black velvet band Yes, her eyes are shone like the diamond Think she was queen of the land And her hair hung over her shoulder Tied up with a black velvet band Tied up with a black velvet band <laughs> Welcome to the Pub Songs Podcast. My name is Mark Gunn, the Kelp Father. And um, I want to start by saying thank you for uh, watching this video, listening to this podcast, whatever it may be. I really appreciate uh, all I really could not make do this without you so thank you so much i i can't begin to explain how much uh 
it means to me, so thanks. Um, the show, in case you're not familiar with it, uh, it is uh, kind of my personal thoughts and feelings and on various topics of, of whatever comes to mind. Uh, today, I, I mentioned this in the last show, which... Um, and before I get to it, I guess I should mention the the the, the not quite Kickstarter. <laughs> How America Saved Irish Music. That's my newest album. That song is on it. Uh, it is an album by yours truly and Jamie Hauser, who plays drums and sings uh, uh, vocals as well. It's a we. It's a beautiful album. It's a, I was just listening to some more of it yesterday. I was absolutely. Just loving it again. There's so many great songs on this album, so I hope you will support it. You can go do that by going to CelticMusic.org, and um, there's a link in the show notes at PubSong.com. I'm going to go ahead and post this show. I don't think I posted the last one on the podcast side yet because I was waiting for my servers to be come back up, and they're still not up. So I'm going to just post stuff and hope we can add this stuff later. Um, what was I saying? America, How America Saved Irish Music. The album's doing really well right now. We are at 25% of our goal, which is about 1000 bucks, And my goal is to raise about 4000 which will help cover uh, not only production for the album, but also a bunch of incidentals, including some travel to various shows around the world. Now, the album actually goes officially on sale on February 19th. And uh, this Saturday in New Orleans... Uh, I'm going to be doing a solo show to do a CD release of How America Saved Irish Music. Uh, Jamie might show up and sing a song. We'll see. Uh, I'm hoping I might be able to pull her down, but she's been uh, under the weather a bit. So we shall see how it goes. In any case, I hope you will come join me in New Orleans if you're not already uh, planning on doing so. <laughs> um, you can check it out. Now, last week I, I mentioned the idea of community and the Irish Society of North Alabama. I was thinking about this after, I, did, uh, I guess it was last, not last weekend, but the weekend before that, I did a, a, sh- a house concert at uh, up in Huntsville, Alabama. And I am a cultural geographer by <laughs> by uh, degree, I guess. I graduated with a degree in cultural geography. I love communities. I love seeing them grow and seeing how they develop. It's just totally fascinating to me. It's one of those things that just uh, sparks my... I mean, everything I do is about uh, these communities or subcultures. And uh, it's really cool to see these communities grow. Now, as a musician, I, there's another aspect about uh, a community that's uh, very important to me. And that's because uh, m- most bands that became successful, hugely successful, uh, it wasn't exactly entirely about the uh, the musician or the band. Just as much about the community. You know, think about the Grateful Dead, the Kiss Army. Um, my, I had a, a boss uh, my last job. She was a big fan of Bruce Springsteen. She would travel all over the world to, to meet other Bruce... Springsteen nights. I don't know what they call them, but uh, they would travel all over the world to to see Bruce Springsteen perform in various locations. She went to Chicago, Milan. Um, uh, those are the two that I remember offhand. Uh, saved up her money, skimped and saved just to make sure she could go do this. And she'd go meet other people that she had uh, met previously on uh, message boards and such, and they would all get together, and it was a community. Now, 
In the Irish Society of North Alabama, the show was a spectacular success. And to be quite honest, every show I've done there has been awesome. <laughs> I've had these incredible people who show up to the this uh, venue and they and everyone is amazing. They're, you know, it's a now I should explain what this the way they set it up because this is this is uh, an important part of the whole uh, how this thing was created. So what they've done is they uh, the uh, the people who started the Irish Society of North Alabama, they basically created a pub in their basement. Literally. I mean, it looks just like a pub, only it's better. Um, they have lots of alcohol. There's uh, some tables, some chairs. Uh, it's, it's just a beautiful venue. Um, and so it's like, a, it's like going to a little pub, but there's no smoking. You can you know, step outside and you can go smoking on the deck. But it, to me, that's like just a perfect little venue. It's very small, intimate. I, the, the audience, I always have packed audiences there. And I don't know, I, I'll be honest, I, I haven't been to one of their shows uh, where I haven't been performing, but I don't know exactly if that's a reflection of me. You know, I'm pretty sure, though, it's not. It's actually a reflection of the people who created this environment. There are Michael and uh, Lisa Bollinger. They have done an amazing thing. Michael is, he is the, uh, the spokesperson, the face of the organization. He's the guy in charge visually. He's a, he's a good talker. He's a great person, people person. I love chatting with him. We had a great uh, 30 minute chat in the freezing cold <laughs> after the show. Uh, just a lot of fun to talk to. Lisa is is the the person who makes things happen. She's right by back there, just making pulling everything together. You know, there's a lot of of, of stuff that goes into uh, starting an organization, and it's incredible seeing what she she does. Uh, and you don't necessarily see it because you look at the spokesperson over here, <laughs> which kind of sucks, you know. I think because um, Lisa is you know she is the person. The, the force behind uh, the entire organization. and But together, they've created something great. And once they've they started it, they started it and started building it and building it and building it and building it, all of a sudden, other people got excited, got involved. Now they have other people who are, you know, volunteer coordinators and uh, all sorts of people that are making other things happen in this organization. Now, I am a, a like I've said many times, I'm a big supporter of of uh, organizations. I've, I love seeing these things bloom and blossom. I love seeing them grow. But it's it's not an easy thing. Uh, particularly, uh, you know, I've tried on my own doing stuff. The problem is, is I am a wonderful, let's say, <laughs> not a terrible, a wonderful introvert. I love, I, I need a lot of quiet time. I love... I love helping out being a part of an organization that's doing things and being in the back, doing my little things that I do, you know, marketing, promotion, web design. Those are things that I excel at. Those are things that I can spend a lot of time doing to what I am, a lot of my days are spent when I'm uh, out uh, and about when I'm during the week. You know, I'm not always writing or recording music. Instead, I'm a lot of times I'm spent marketing, promotion, networking online. 
um, because offline I'm, I'm a terrible networker. I have, I don't know if you've noticed the way I speak. If you've listened to a number of these podcasts, I am not the best speaker. I stumble over words. Uh, I mumble. <laughs> I'm just, it's, it's tough for me to, uh, communicate in a, in a personal fashion. Um, I'm very human in that fashion, in that matters. Yeah. See what I'm saying? See? Um, so uh, it, you need someone that's the, the spokesperson. The Alabama Celtic Association was running um, beautifully. Then our the, the president, she stepped down. And that's when I got came in because the new president came in. And she was a great talker. She could, you know, I think she would have been spectacular at it. But the problem was is she, you know, she was just starting grad school six months into it. She's gone. Uh, the treasurer, or sec- or not, maybe not treasurer, but the uh, the second person in the or the vice president rather, he he ended up going off to to the military. I can't run an organization. I've tried. I started. I tried to start. Let's say the Birmingham uh, Browncoats. Tried to get this organization going, but the problem is, is I need people who are willing to get behind it and make things happen. And it's the same thing with uh, with the gun runners with my fan base is I am not good at um, growing, really growing a passionate, involved organization. If that's ever going to happen, it's not going to be by me. It's going to be by you. <laughs> you have to be the one who's out there getting involved in, in the music and chatting, you know, talking to me and making stuff happen because I am great at coming up with ideas. I can create the the framework for making things happen, but that's about it, which is frustrating for me because, again, I, I, I love communities. I love seeing these things uh, blossom and grow. I love what the Irish society did. I, if, if, you know, one person in every town basically got together and said, I'm creating a Celtic music, music society. I, I had this, I, this is one of my brainstorms. I thought, hey, maybe I could get like a Celtic music society um, network going, you know, these organizations where in every town, an individual and soon a group starts creating a, a some bigger group of uh, Celtic music lovers who basically every month, once a month, you know, they collect dues and all that stuff, do some outreach to bring in some new people into the organization. But then they, then they're, then they're out there chatting with people. Um, they go out and, and, Bring in Celtic musicians. I mean, just imagine. I mean, the, all the places that I could that I could play that people would get excited about this. A monthly concert, like like the Irish Society is doing. You know, um, to me that's just exciting. I thought maybe if I could do that with the Irish and Celtic music podcast. The problem is again, I have these ideas, but getting them out to you is where I I, I fail. Quite simply. Um, I don't have the the ability to to really make it. It ultimately, I, I can only only thing I can do is inspire and say, please, please go out there, start an organization, keep it small at first. In fact, uh, if you've ever read The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell, he talks about the rule of 150, and it really kind of cl- clicked on me this last trip to New Orleans when I was driving around and listening to the to the uh, the audio book. Uh, he talks about uh, basically, at one about 150, 150, 147 people, uh, organizations typically seem to split. You know, if you have because they they start creating little 
um, small groups here, small group there. There are little clicks in the big, big organization, which means that ultimately it's going to, you know, you're going to have problems. So you instead of doing that, you start off with a small group. You take, you know, five friends who, you know, and say, hey, we all love Celtic music. Let's bring Mark Gunn or, or this musician here into my town and, and let's, let's get them involved. Now, how, how do we make this happen? Uh, there's, you know, there's, it's not that bad, especially when you have a, a group of people who are willing to get behind it. And then you go out there and you, you promote to, uh, you know, in various pubs, you say, you, you, you go to some festivals, the Irish society, they, I met them first at the Celtic, the Alabama Celtic festival here in Birmingham. And, um, they were out there doing outreach. They had a little booth with a, I think, is that where they had the, um, uh, a shamrock toss. You could toss a shamrock into, into uh, a, a little hole. So they, it's a classic Irish American um, organization, and that's what most uh, most Irish Americans are about. You know, you'll you'll run across the the uh, more traditionalists, um, and I've run across quite a few of those. Listen to the Leprechaun. That's what it's all about. But but it's more than. But they have the uh, uh, this whole thing about creating, getting people behind uh, it, and and it's it's just it's amazing. It's amazing to see uh, these these simple ways to bring people in, and then get people to sign up on their mailing list. You uh, might get a new member here. Uh, You just let people know that you're out there, and you reach out and see what you can do. I strongly encourage anyone who is a, a fan of of Celtic music to to go do that because I bet you're not going to find one uh, an organization that's actually open to the public. Even the Alabama Celtic Association, I I enjoyed being a part of them, but they had limits. They they kept on limiting, trying to limit. I mean, well, first off, they're trying to cover the entire state of Alabama, which I think is silly. Stick with your community. Stick with, you know, if you're in Nashville, focus on Nashville. If you're on a suburb of Nashville, focus on that suburb. Um, because if it is something that's awesome, people will come to it. So um, let's go ahead and uh, um, play a song. This is The Leprechaun. There's a leprechaun in my head I wish that I were dead For I don't think you'll ever let me be Ah, he tempts me with his gold And if I rear so bold I'd strangle him and leave him in the street And then he says to me Ah, you're an Irish laddie You call that king a harm But each time I share The lore that I am learning He hides his head Oh, I'm a friend to chant there's a leprechaun in my room He swats me with the broom That's the reason I forget the words of a song Oh, he shows a poorly clover Oh, for my song is over He buried it in a bowl of lucky charms And then he says to me he called that thing a herb But each time I share The lore that I am learning He hides his head Oh, I'm a friendly chant A-la-t-te-da-diddly-dee-da A-la-t-te-da-tee-da A-la-t-te-da-diddly-diddly-die 
There's a leprechaun on the floor. He says that I'm a bore. His eyes begin to glaze and he starts to yawn. He's so dull to sleep, but I can see when I am peeping. He's watching me with envy deep inside. And then he says to me, Ah, oh, you're an Irish laddie. Me call that thing a harp. But each time I share the lore that I am learning, he hides his head all on my friends to chant. A lot to dilly dee, a lot to tee a lot to tee dilly dilly die. Oh, lot to dilly dee, a lot to tee a lot to tee dilly dilly die. There's a leprechaun on the hill, and I know his gold is there, so I grab him by the neck, but he gets away. Well, the pot's too heavy, he giggles, so I pinch me just a little, and he thinks I'm full as I run away. And then he says to me, Ah, you're an Irish laddie, you call that thing a harp. But each time I share the lore that I am learning, he lifts his head and he sings along. All right, um, a couple of final notes. Uh, I have a, of course, there's the CD release party in New Orleans on um, this Saturday, the 25th, January 25th. Next, on the February the 2nd, Friday, February 2nd, I'm doing a show, a concert in Austin, or Round Rock, actually, just outside of Austin. And uh, I would love to see you there as well. You can uh, order, pre-order tickets right now through that same link where you can, which will all go to help support my uh, trip to Sherwood and the little fundraiser that I am doing for How America Saved Irish Music. So head on over there. You can buy tickets, pre-order tickets right now. That would be awesome. Um, What else? Um, uh, I think that's about it. After that, I'm at Sherwood Forest Fair for three weeks, and I'm still trying to clean up the rest of my calendar. Oh, Wales! Wales is still going. Uh, in fact, I got the confirmation from uh, my current people that I'm going to go ahead and book the, the housing. If you want to be a part of it, you have um, about three weeks left to uh, join this invasion of Wales, and it's going to be totally awesome, I'll tell you. I've got a, I'm really excited meeting, meeting Vicky Swan and Johnny Dyer. They are one of those to me, one of the quintessential Celtic, indie Celtic groups that I've ever uh, known. I found them on mp3.com under the band name, first Muckle Fluga, later Serious Kitchen, and then uh, when uh, Nick Hennessy uh, departed ways, they became, once again, Vicky Swan and Johnny Dyer. Though, I think, uh, though uh, Serious Kitchen, actually, I think we're working on a new album. I haven't heard much about that. I need to look into that. And then I have a, a, an, a Welsh bard who's going to come in and uh, kind of introduce us to Wales, which is going to be totally awesome. Uh, storytelling is, is, I love stories. I'm not a great storyteller, but I love hearing them. So I'm really excited about hearing this. And, you know, we're going to walk around and see great things. There's lots of great castles there. We're staying just outside of Cairnafarn, however you pronounce that. 
um, about 30 minutes outside there, so we're going to be spending some time in that, that city, as well as uh, seeing Snowden Mountain and a whole bunch more. It's going to be amazing. So I hope you can come join me. Go to CelticInvasion.com if you'd like to find out more. And I think that's about it. Thank you all so much for listening, and I will talk to you uh, again soon. Uh, before I go, though, we're going to finish up with one more song. This is The Ring of Hope. It was requested a couple months back, sorry, River, by River Godby, who uh, requested it over on uh, Google, my Google Plus page. So thanks for making the request, and here goes. I will talk to you soon, Slancha. When I was young, I'd sit around bagging with Bilbo. Sing songs and tales. But the elves of old While we smoked the southern star A leaf of golden par That transformed the hobbit's life forevermore I remember Gandalf was exceptional among men Mastered the yard through smoke rings and dragons. But if only he had known that Bilbo's ring was the one, he'd never let it corrupt my master's soul. Let the west wind blow my ring of smoke. Through Mordor, the one ring of hope. Now the kids all sit around my bag and home, and I tell stories to them, though not of. Pipe weed is still the same, but my memories are out of frame. Transformed by my love of Master Frodo, let the west wind blow my ring of smoke over through Mordor.
Thanks so much for listening. Visit pubsong.com for more details. Slancha.